Hey, Trash Talk listeners, we're joined today by Lucia Loposova, who's the program manager for Green Hospitality, a conference program that the people of soap cycling are organizing to share ideas about sustainability and waste reduction within the hospitality sector. Soap Cycling works with students, hotels, corporates, and charities across Asia to recycle soap and distribute this life-saving disinfectant to where it's needed most. Welcome to the show, Lucia. Thank you, Marcy. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about green hospitality. We know it's part of Soap Cycling or kind of an an initiative off of Soap Cycling, Uh, but maybe you give us the background and what some of the objectives are. Right. Thank you so much for having me here today. Um, So that's correct. Green Hospitality belongs to Soap Cycling. Um, We are a program, sustainability program, that kind of works on more aspects than just the soap recycling with the hospitality partners. And the GREEN is actually an acronym, so it stands for Global Recycling and Reduction of Waste, Employment and Empowerment, Environmental Conservation, and the N stands for now. It's a good thing you made that an abbreviation. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a long one. So we, essentially what he wants to say is that we want to encompass all the aspects of sustainability and across the hospitality industry. So it doesn't include only hotels, but also F&B, airlines, event producers, and other services related to the industry. And then this is something that you hopefully will be an annual event coming forward, right? Right. So besides the conference, we have other initiatives and activities that we do. Um, We also are expecting to have our hackathon um, in the fall. And we also hold some online events like our happy hour talks with uh, some leaders in the industry. Uh, We do some research on specific topics related to waste this year um, across the hospitality industry and how it relates to the hospitality industry, essentially. Um, and um, we run other initiatives and occasional events too. So it's not only the conference, and we hope that we're going to continue beyond this year and the conference will become our annual event for a larger audience. For sharing of ideas. That's right. So let's talk a little bit about maybe some of the research you're doing this year then. Uh, You know, what are the trends that you're seeing? Um, 2020 hasn't been a banner year for the hospitality sector, for sure. Right. So we lined up our research around the topics of waste. So it kind of feeds naturally into the topic of the conference, which revolves around waste. And so we break it down into several categories. So we're looking at food waste specifically, plastic waste specifically. And then we also had two reports already released to just set the ground or to really introduce the topic and talk about the waste in Southeast Asia and Asia Pacific um, and how it relates to the hospitality industry specifically. And then we did one more research um, report on Hong Kong because our audience is mainly in Hong Kong at the moment. Um, so we wanted to have that introduction of what's the history of waste management in the city and what is the role that the hospitality industry has to play um, in the waste management crisis that we have in Hong Kong right now. And what were some of the results from that research of the one in Hong Kong? Right. So, for instance, what we found out is that there is really lack of data. So we can find data from 10 years ago, but we cannot find anything very recent. So uh, from there, we're taking on a mission to potentially have other consecutive research in the future to collect some data. We're working closely with HKU. Um, we have some student interns, and we're trying to do some assessment of what kind of ways is generated by, for instance, FMB outlets in certain districts. So we would like to actually acquire some more knowledge on like what kind of ways is produced um, and what could be also reduced in, in a way through the customer education and then also at the back, back end of it. 
right? So in transportation of goods um, to the to the FNB or to the hospitality outlets. Is the data coming mostly from the government, or are you getting it from the industry itself? So we're getting different sources, but for our current reports, we got the data from the public resources, so either government data or anything that is available to us. Uh, we work on these projects together with the University of Hong Kong, so if there is any data available, then we take it from there. Uh, we work from the reports of the UN or anything that is publicly available. And we complement that with interviews with our stakeholders. So we interview people from hotels or from FNBs and get their kind of view on the topic. Um, so some practical insights, but it's not really quantifiable data at the moment. Uh, it's more of the qualitative insights. Yeah, well, that's always helpful, too, because you, I know you mentioned you have a, an advisory board right. uh, from the hospitality sector. So Correct. that's helpful, right? Right. And so most of these hotel chains that are part of our advisory board as well, they would have their public reporting um, anyways implemented. So those data are, are available on their website in the annual reports. So we definitely can look into that, but it would be a little bit biased because then we would only get the data from those who are actually checking. So I think what we really want to do is to have a little bit of the realistic understanding Understanding of the industry. Right. Well, I guess any listed company has to do an ESG report, that environmental, right. but how complete that is, is always up to different. Exactly. Mm. There was an interesting group called EarthCheck, and I don't know if you know them, but it appears a few of the hotels here in Hong Kong use them. Is that something that we as consumers can look for and how we judge if I want to go to a sustainable hotel? Maybe what are some of the tricks that I can use to Right. Decide? So I think there are several schemes that some, some hotels would follow in order to report their data or show and communicate their commitment to sustainability. Uh, whether I would recommend you know, consumers to follow the Earth Check opinion or some other organization. That's, I think, it's a decision of the customer. Um, I think it's always quite hard to, to tell with the, the labels and those different uh, reporting schemes because they all have some flaws and they all have different standards and criteria, like what they com consider sustainable, maybe the other one will not, etc. So I think it's a bit complex and there is lots of confusion. And I'm not really sure the customers really follow that. I think some of them do, but some of them also don't really trust these uh, these labels. So I think there's a little bit of um, of a problem with this labeling and these different sustainability checks and audits and assessments. But there's a variety of platforms who do these things and help hospitality industry or hotels to perform their assessment. Um, I wouldn't want to recommend like any particular one. <laughs> no, of course not. But I agree with you. It is really confusing. Yes. Not only in the hotel industry, but in, in all parts of life. There's a lot of eco labels now. Yes. that are pretty darn confusing. So we wanted to also talk about soap cycling a little bit because this is kind of a soap cycling initiative or within the umbrella, et cetera. How has that been going this year? So I think soap cycling has been having a good time, really, <laughs> because soap cycling recycles soap and distributes soap and actually educates specifically children about how important the hand washing is. But now we all know because of the COVID and the crisis, we all were reminded about how important washing the hands is and how important the soap is. So soap cycling has appeared in several articles in, um, in different media this year with the work that they have been doing in Hong Kong and also in Asia. Um, in Hong Kong specifically, soap cycling has launched a campaign called Soap to Cope and have been distributing hygiene kits specifically to the street workers. So the people who clean the streets who are really at risk of handling 
uh, risky items and educating them about how important the soap is, how important the hand washing is. Oh, that's great. Do you use volunteers to help you with that program? We have some full-time employees, but we also have student interns. So some of the student interns were really heavily involved, and I really enjoyed working with the community and contributing to their own community with the work. That's great. So you don't need a bunch of trash talk people to give you a call and volunteer for... Oh, you can totally do that. (laughs) You're more than welcome. (laughs) And if they did that, where would they reach out to? So this is more on the um, operations of soap cycling. So I believe that they would organize the work based on different districts. You can definitely find a contact on the website. You can reach out directly to soap cycling through the website. There should be a contact form and then essentially can just say what you would like to contribute to. And then we're going to get back to you. Oh, that's great. Well, Lucia, thank you so much for coming in. And it's a wonderful initiative between the Green Hospitality Initiative, not only the conference, but you're doing a bunch of live streams, I think. If any trash talker wants to learn about hospitality and sustainability, that's the place to go. Thank you so much for coming in and telling us about it. Thank you very much for having me here today. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas, If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia.